Welcome to a very special Christmas holiday edition of Black Boy Joy podcast. You're joined here with me, Ainsley. And with me, Kieran. And, and yes. A, a belated Merry Christmas to all our listeners. <laughs> yes, a belated Merry Christmas and many happy returns indeed. Um, <laughs> That's not the church announcement. <laughs> In the church that yeah. you go to, um, all the church announcements always used to have the same, um, like the same structure to them. Mm. So of course, it'd be the um, there would be the notices. So like, oh, um, the women's ministry is closed on on this week, or it'd be yeah. moved to this week. And then they'd always say that, like, um, if your birthday is today or this coming week, then stand up or we could give you a um, return, basically. <laughs> and then they did that. Their church band would sing happy, would, like, play, play a round of happy birthday and the whole church would sing to you. Oh, my God. I mean, have that bit. They would usually always have the whole, oh, um, since the Thompson's been poorly in hospital, come keep them in Oh, yeah, and, part, and yeah, things yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if no one... If no one is sick and needs and needs prayer, is it even church? Exactly, yeah. I don't know about you, but ours had we had like a little it was like a light blue book they used to use. But I noticed all the other um the church congregations in the same under the same umbrella as us would always have the same light blue book as well. I was always intrigued where they got it from because they what light blue book? What light blue, blue, blue book? It was like literally like if you go to a station it's like Ryman's, it was like one of those kind of things, had like a generic like uh this is a book for notes thing on the front. But I know other church congregations had exactly the same colour and the same style of book. So they all must have been, you know, confused upon singing off their same hymn sheet. Yeah, of course. I don't remember <laughs> that. I don't remember that one from mine. That that church that I went to, Cannon Street, man, is just like the typical black church. <laughs> like, you know, the ones that you see on TV. Obviously, because mm. it's in the UK, it's like to a much lesser extent than that. Yeah. It had all the same things, man. It had like... Um, so when I first went, they had a praise and worship team there, and that and every week their praise and worship was solely was mm. like basically like a weekly concert, and um and there'd be um what do people do in the back to churches, man? Like um like what speaking in tongues, yeah, and people um fainting, like people fainting down on the floor, <laughs> oh shit, oh, like that. Yeah, yeah, ours was like that as well. Yeah, I'm thinking. I think yeah. I've just had a quick view. Yeah, it's not Cannon Street that we went to because it make when you said Baptist, I just thought that can't be the one. Yeah, because ours was the New Testament Church of God, so it's on Lazelle's Road. So it must be that one that I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. Of. That, that's Ghetto Church. Not really. Any church? Any church in Lazelle's is a Ghetto Church. But the thing is, like, it's in that area, but everyone travels there. It's a bit like Hamza Grammar, to be fair, as well. Like, how many people in Hamza Grammar are actually from the neighbouring area? Like, only a few of us were. People just came from here, there, and everywhere. Oh, it's a grammar school, isn't it? So people, people would make the journey to send their kids there. As they would with church, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> nah, did, nah, I'm telling you, Lazarus is one get is one get Oh, I don't know, I hate Lazarus as well. Because you know what? Well, you've not even been to mine in Birmingham, have you? Um... To my plex to my house, but we're kind of we're hands of on the border to some different areas. Like you've got Aston nearby, Perry Bar nearby, the Zells nearby, has Wood nearby, like all these smaller areas. Um, not smaller areas, all these like neighboring areas. And um we go to Lizelles here and there, but it's 
it's a weird one because people call them rough, but in general, like if you just mind your business, no one's gonna trouble you or anything. Of course, yeah, of course. And obviously, Russell's yeah. in the Zells. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shopping. But the institution that is Russell's, <laughs> the infinity institution. So, um, my nan on my, well, my late nan on my mum's side is from Newtown. Oh, okay, yeah. So, I spent a lot of time. I, I, played, I, I feel like I practically grew up around there, to be honest with you. Like, so, um, mm. Newtown, Lavelle's, um, I spent uh, less time in Aston, Hockley, um, all them areas. Oh, yes. Yeah, we were in, yeah. Um, we were in Aston. And to be honest with you, because when you go like when you go up in there, like round the area, you don't see it as a ghetto, do you? you don't see it as like a deprived area. I never I don't did. Either. It's, just, it's just normal. But like, I think I'm in my twenties when it dawned on me, <laughs> they hated ghetto. I, talk about. I think for me, I didn't. I can't. I, I noticed it slightly, but it didn't really bother me. But you, you notice it more from when when you tell people where you're from, and then they have a certain reaction. Also depends yeah. on the person who's having that reaction as well. But when I go to this place, it just feels like home. Um, mm. That's where I feel comfortable. I don't feel odd walking down the street or thinking, oh, someone's going to look at me funny. Um, I, I, just, I, I don't know. I like it. I think I've said to you um, before, like, every time I go home, I don't really go anywhere else. I'm just at home and in the surrounding area, um, which is the same actually for Christmas as well. Um, I had a few plans to meet people, but it didn't work in the end, which was fine because I was I was only there for a few days and just just stayed at home, caught up with the family and whatnot, and then came back to Newcastle on Tuesday. Very so how was so? How was your time back? I mean, isn't it your first time back in Birmingham in like over a year? No, no. Um, so I went back in August, gone, but that was the first time since the start of the pandemic. Right. Um, so this is my second time back since early 2020 that is um, crazy yeah yeah well, I, was, I, I was in travel I guess I didn't have the car for a while as well but um oh, it, was, it was okay I just I don't feel I rarely feel very Christmassy and I'm one of these people I, I do get depressed here and there around the holiday season um it wasn't so bad this year but there was definitely one day I was just like, oh my god I just want to be home and I want it to be like the new year um always get that kind of seasonal depression like Why were you around did- the festive time why were you depressed? I've never, never heard it before. I just, I just don't like the holiday period. Um, I think, like, it's not due to my family, but then also being put in a family situation where there's enough people doesn't help either. Because um, I go from having quite a lot of time to myself on a day-to-day basis to going home and you can't get any peace and quiet. Um, obviously, that's not bad if everyone's laughing and joking, but sometimes I'm just thinking I just need a break. And there's always some kind of conversation going on. Everyone's having like little debates and stuff. Or it's just, just sometimes just people just talking for talking's sake. And I'm just, I just want to be alone for a bit. And the first day, um, I didn't have access to my usual bedroom. So I, I slept in the living room, but I was just downstairs all the time because I didn't have any like my, my own space. So it's either in the living room or in the kitchen for the first like 24, 36 hours. And I was just like, this is getting to me now. I just want to be alone. Like, um, just one of them things. I'm going to go back in a few weeks or in a couple of months just to see my parents. Um, that's a bit of a because it's, it's just a very busy, very busy household at Christmas. Um, but other than that, I just, I like winter. I just don't like Christmas and New Year's. I always feel a bit down. It's in the same thing. How was yeah. your Christmas? Um, it was fine. It was very low key. So, um, Kieran is aware 
that um, we suffered a bereavement kind of like early in the month. Um, my grandma, my uh, grandma on my dad's side, she passed away like, I think it's the 4th of December. And naturally my dad still kind of like was um, still feeling that. So um, when Christmas day actually came, I don't think he necessarily felt like in the Christmas spirit. I didn't feel like celebrating. And um, usually on Christmas day, we have like a house full. So it'd be like at least two guests usually. Uh, we didn't have any, um, we didn't have any guests this, um, this year. So it was just us that made things a bit different. And um, the, um, the cousin that we always mention, um, Nathan, um, he was, he got coronavirus on the 20th of December. <laughs> so he had to stay in London for, um, for the holidays. So um, I, didn't, I did, uh, didn't have my right hand man with me um, yeah. for, the, yeah, for the Christmas day. But it was good. I mean, um, I feel like now in our big, 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 big 30s, Christmas day usually revolves around Christmas dinner. And Christmas dinner oh, was good yeah, as yeah. usual. Like my mum cooked. Um, she did what she did what she needed to do in that kitchen as <laughs> <the> usual. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm grateful yeah. for that. And obviously I'm grateful for just this time off work. I really, really don't want to go back to work. I just want my if I could have another week after the time after the fourth, then I'll be happy with that. Is that when you're back? Yeah. Awesome, smart. If you get a nice break, when did you break up? Like just before? Um, on the twenty third. <laughs> no, you don't want to go out to work, but that, that's an adequate Christmas holiday. Adequate Christmas holiday. A nice break. Um, yeah. You still, don't think about the fourth yet as well. You've still got a few days. I wouldn't yeah. even start thinking about work until the second. That's, is that Sunday? Yeah. So you're back on Tuesday. So the Monday must be back holiday the third. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You've got plenty of time. Don't worry about that. Are you doing anything for New Year's? I don't think I am. Um, there are literally two parties that I could attend. I might try and attend them both for one night. And just be really responsible, Ainsley, in the crime era. <laughs> just joking, I don't care about that. So, to be fair, um, the Bow of Lambeth is apparently like Omicron HQ. Mm. It's like, like, like the leading number of cases in the whole of the UK. So, I feel like just me being here, <laughs> just, me, um, just me being here, is going to lend itself to exposure. But I've already had it and recovered from it. And yeah. I've been, I've still been testing. So hopefully, I won't catch it. I don't. More importantly, won't pass it on to anyone. Yes, I um had a minor COVID scare the week before Christmas. Um, but I took lots of tests. They were all negative, so I went home. I had a cold that week, but it's on its way. It's pretty much gone now. Um, but then I was talking to my flatmate when I came back home on Tuesday night for like twenty minutes in the kitchen. And the following morning, he has had quite strong symptoms. So I'm like, oh, I may have, well, I don't know. I'll say it's every time. I may have dodged, well, I may not have dodged the corona or the COVID this time around. It's supposed to be like my 10th brush with it or something. I, don't, I can't believe I haven't had it yet. But I may have picked up now. I don't know. I'll just keep taking lateral flows and see what happens. Yanni, There's no PCR after, tests either. After the weekend we had... Mm. I'm very surprised that you didn't end up with coronavirus. I said, so we went to Leeds, which we'll, we'll get to, we'll get to in a minute. Um, but we had two nights out. We were just here, there, and everywhere, bars, clubs, and pubs. And yeah, I just after that weekend, I was just convinced. Seeing the headlines of how many people were getting, I was like, well, if I haven't got it now, I'm never going to get it. 
I must be corona yeah. resistant at this point. Um, people, yeah, like people saw us over, over that weekend. It was the weekend over the 17th and 18th, was it? Yeah, of, um, yeah, yeah. By the 17th, Saturday the 18th of, of um, December. And people saw us on that weekend. We were bar hopping. We were in the restaurant. <laughs> in full tourist mode. It was great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, so we're talking about, we've mentioned our podcast, I think, like the last few weeks. So we had a trip planned to Leeds, a trip that was in jeopardy for a while since I felt I, I caught coronavirus like the 10 days before. Um, mm. the, day that I could be released that um in my isolation was the day that we were supposed to go I was supposed to go to um to go to Leeds mm. um luckily the isolation period is over and my lateral flow came back negative so we decided to still go ahead with it and yeah it was a good weekend I think so yeah um the only thing I, re- I wouldn't say regress but this is very hazy a lot of parts of it because <laughs> I don't know. I think I felt like I was like splendidly drunk two nights in a row. The first night, not so much, but still drunk nonetheless. And the second night, I think everyone was gone. Um, I think uh, drunk, yeah, yeah, drunk. So yeah, on the Friday, we were just like really chilled out. Um, So we went with. I'm just going to say his name because he's going to get mentioned in his podcast so often. But we went with my cousin Nathan and his girlfriend. And um, he he had a sister that lived in Leeds. So on the Friday, we just went for a meal with her. Um, we just like very low key. We went to like another place. So the on the Friday was a place called Sukha Thai, like Thai food. Yeah. The food was good. The service. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a odd one. I think the service the the. The shortcoming of service was kind of just due to silly mistakes, not due to people being inconsiderate. I think it's just a bit, a bit sloppy. But they were very apologetic when there was one error. Um, they tried to remedy as fast as possible, but it's like a comedy of errors more than actually like them being bad mind or anything like that. It was just, it was just, a, it wasn't their night. But the food was very nice. Yeah. So yeah, we did that. We um we went to a cocktail bar after that. And then, of course, no trip to to a foreign city is complete without me mm. trying out their local Weatherspoons, yes, which we did on that Friday. It was pretty much opposite the cocktail bar, wasn't it? Just across the road. It was. Um, it's big. It's huge, massive. What was it called? Um, I, I mean, really struggle with this. Kieran, I, I remember... I, I, <laughs> I'm not going to be able to tell you. But it's one of these ones, you know, you go there, you think it has the most, it has the most pubby name. Like it might as well be called Pubby Pubbington, but I still can't remember what it was called. The I King can find out. Something like that. I can find out. Give me a second. The Headley Beverty, that it? was that it? Beckett's no. Bank? I saw Beckett's Bank, but maybe that. I think it is that one. Beckett, yeah. yeah. Beckett's Bank, I think that's it. Beckett's Bank. Okay, so I didn't have a really super pubby name, but that was it. It reminds me of... There's a spoons I've been to in Manchester City Centre. Yeah, reminded me of. Yeah, um, which again I couldn't tell you the name of, um, mm-hmm. but it reminded me of that it's, it's a spoons. Of, actually, I got a pic, one of my first few pictures on Instagram is, is from inside there, but I didn't tag the place. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, the, the Friday night was good. I mean, we still got we still got back quite late on the Friday, I think. Um, I don't remember. I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> I yeah, don't remember but we got there. I, I remember the Friday a bit more. Um, because 
I didn't want to go too crazy. I don't really drink that much these days. Um, so I don't drink to excess that much these days. I was fairly drunk on the Friday. Um, I, well, the whole weekend, I'd only just got my phone fixed. I was rushing around. And then I brought my clips with me to cut my hair because my hair looked disgraceful. And my clippers weren't charged. So that threw me off balance for the whole weekend. I thought I was playing catch up. Yeah, got some new clippers on the Saturday. And we didn't really do anything inside the daytime. We were just in the yard. Um, yeah. And then out Saturday night up from 5 p.m., bottomless brunch at Jam Rock. I remember that place, Jam Rock. So, um, Jam, so Jam Rock is like a, a Jamaican themed restaurant. Mm. And um, they serve Jamaican food. And I guess like one of the good things about them is that they did, they did a bottomless brunch that you mentioned, but they did it quite late. Mm. So most part of the brunch is that you attend, like the last orders would be like three o'clock maybe. Yeah. This one, we were the last one to sit down and we arrived at five and they gave us like a full two hours. And mm. in the restaurant, you could do like, there were like two options. You could go for like just the standard like Prosecco in the glass, which was £27 a thing. And or you could go for like the uplifted one, which had like cocktails like uh, punches and us being us, we went for the upgraded one with the cocktails. And I think yeah. looking back, that was the beginning of the end for us. That was like the start oh, of our downfall. Like, <laughs> <from the, you laughs> so that was five, oh, the, 5 p.m. Yeah, 5 yeah. PM. So we left her at seven. Wait yeah, seven. <laughs> we ordered. Um, what did you order? I got the curry golden rice. And when it comes to like Jamaican restaurants or, or like Caribbean themed Jamaican restaurants, I'm always very skeptical about their food because mm. like they tend to be like very, very hit and miss. Yeah. And there have been lots of places in the past that claim they're Jamaican, but the food just isn't cutting it. It's not authentic. It doesn't taste like, like what it's supposed to taste like. But this one, to its credit, did taste like it. The portions were small. But um, they they sold it as a, a curry goat and rice and peas, and we got a curry goat and rice and peas. Yeah, that's what I would say as well. I think it was solid because um, I got the same with the curry goat rice and peas. But the portion size that that was disappointing because genuinely I was still hungry. I think you got three pieces of plantain, and obviously curry goat rice and peas. I can't remember if there's any salad or anything. There might not have been, but yeah, it was like the kind. It was like a. Portion-wise, it's a bit like, you know, you go fine dining, that kind of portion size. It was, mm. I wanted more. And I think as well, because it's such, because it's like our kind of soul food, it's kind of sort of indulgent and comforting. And, and a big part of that is the amount you get on the plate. But yeah. I can let them off for that. I think that was that was the only sort of um, negative I have to say about it. The food was very nice. The cocktails, we had a nice selection. I had like three, didn't they? Like a rum punch mm. and then two others. Um, I think I got one Prosecco while I was there. But it, it, you know, it advertised as a bottomless brunch and it was a bottomless brunch. And we left there. Sure. Well, I was waved anyway. Like, <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> same. So, um, where we had the bottomless brunch, like very, um, like serendipitously, was in the, in the gate, in the gate area. Which mm. is kind of like what our intention for that evening was to go and like get a, get a good lay of the land on like mm. all the queer places that you could go to. Yeah, I think we made a mistake of, of getting too drunk. <laughs> honestly, I like, <laughs> my recollection of the gay scene in uh, in Leeds is hazy at best. Yeah, 
Um, I know where we ended up, and we went to a few places. I thought, oh, this is nice, this is nice. But they did start to blend into one um, because we were moving past. I, I said to Ainsley before we started recording, I remember Smokestack, which was like an old... Um, a bar that played sort of old sort of sixties and seventies music, which wasn't a gay it wasn't a gay club, it was right next to that area. Yeah. Um, and I started writing names down as we went to places. So I wrote that name down on my phone. Um after that I wrote Queens down and that was the last thing I wrote on my phone that night. Um <laughs> so yeah. So I remember going to Small Cows. That's you're right. That's um like it kind of seemed like a bit of a cocktail bar. I imagine people taking dates there. Um, it was very low key. It's not somewhere you go to get lit necessarily. It's somewhere you go to sit down and talk. I'd say. Yeah, yeah. So we were there. We were there for one for one drink. Nice place. Very unassuming, to be honest with you. Yeah. And um, the first gay bar that we went to was, I think it's called Queen's Court. Right. And that's the one um, with the pink light, like, pink lettering outside. Um, I'm trying to I'm trying to throw my my, um, my mind back. I can describe the insides of places. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we were somewhere that was very red. It was like a red light throughout the whole thing. And it's where I asked the DJ to play some Janet for you, but I couldn't tell you what it was Janet. called. He played. The, he didn't play the Janet I asked for. He played. He played a little bit. We got a sprinkle, then he carried on doing what he was doing. What did he um, play? I don't even remember what he played. Oh, now you're asking. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I asked him for that. Was, I asked him for the pleasure principle. That's what I wanted him to play. Oh yeah, and that is my song. That is my it's song. A, it's a great tune. Yeah, um, but what did he play in the end? He played one of my, it. Was, it wasn't all for you. Um, I knew it would want to be. It'd be one of those, man. Yeah, it might be the played. I'm not sure. He might have played something the Velvet Rope, but. No, no, because I love the Velvet Ropes, can't be that. But anyway, he didn't play the Pleasure Principle, he played some Janet and moved on. Um, but yeah. that, that was a very red bar, and we were kind of exchanging, like, beginner Vogue um, moves. Oh, sorry, that, was was probably, no, that, was somewhere, moves that was somewhere else? No, it was both places, Ainsley. Oh, would both <laughs> it was. <laughs> so basically, we did, we did, like, a few there, like, dipped our toes, and then the other place we went to, I think it had, like, um, a black and white checkered floor, and the DJ yeah. was in the... I think the DJ honestly, was a drag queen in the corner. I honestly don't know. But let me... Right, I'm going to try and think about where we were. God, this is going to be such a shit show for the listeners. Because, like, you're trying to describe the gay scene. And we just don't, I just don't remember. Trying to piece together um, but, yeah. what happened. Like, <laughs> it's like, you know, the hangover. Yeah. It's, oh, like, it's, it's like, you're trying to like, retrace your steps. Mm. Um, like Leeds gay scene. Let me let me see. Um, Viaduct Hotel Bar. We know about the New Penny. Was it a bar the fire? New penny. That rings a bell. The New Penny. The New Penny rings a bell though. But I'm trying to get pictures. It was of the, the New Penny. It was the New Penny that we were in because we went to. So we started off at the bridge. Um. Mm-hmm. So So yeah. So from Queen's Court. Um, there's another place called um, Bar Fiber, which is like right next door. Like they share the same smoking area. Oh wait a minute! Did we go to Bar Fiber? We didn't go in in the end because like the queue to get in was just too long. Right. So we um, we bypassed Bar Fiber and we went into Bridge LS One. 
Was that the really long, narrow bar? I think so. Um, there was like, don't you remember? There was like someone getting arrested or something, like on the way there. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> yeah, don't you remember? There was like a crowd. There was like a crowd of people around this one, around this one guy who'd oh, been pinned down yes. by the police. They're having a brawl, weren't they? That's what it looked like. Yeah, and everyone was like, everyone was stopping to like have a look. And yeah. I was trying to like, you know, offer us on. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, I'm using I'm not using this type of stuff on much, but in that's in that condition. I don't believe you. That's You're like, a liar. I'm not, I don't nah, believe I'm you. Not usually, I'm not yeah. usually the type. I, I mind my business, but then when you're drunk, I was just like, in a new place? It was I was like, like a fly to a bug life or something. Um, I mean, so you I were making that. sure you were seeing what, what was going on at the time. <laughs> yeah, no, but I think because what there were like several people on the floor, and because they were all chatting and stuff, and they looked like they just stopped having a fight or something. Yeah, um, yeah. But in normal, if I was sober, I would have just I wouldn't even look in the direction. Yeah. But. So right, so yeah, we passed that brawl and went across a main road to get to the bridge. So the bridge was the next place we went to after Queen's Court, mm-hmm. and I remember that place because there was that that might be the only people actually locals that I spoke to that night. Um, there was like a gay couple. There, who we um, who we were. Um, oh, I remember them. To. Oh, they, sorry, they weren't a couple. They were just mates. Oh, is it? Yeah, because they asked us the same question if we were a couple, and we said no, we're mates as well. Um, oh, but we okay. Kept, but we saw them a few times throughout the night in various places, from what I remember. Um, yeah, yeah. I remember seeing they, them in the place that was all red inside. I don't know what it's called, but basically, that, it was red Queen, that must have been Queen's Court. I don't remember anywhere else being mate. Yeah. <laughs> The Janet place, yeah. Um, you yeah. have to go back, you know. <laughs> I know, I was thinking the same thing. Like, <laughs> when we did on the scene in Newcastle, we did it differently. Like, we started off in the area and mm-hmm. we didn't get too drunk before. So, like, we could have, like, and we made sure to speak to locals. Yeah. And I was already kind of, even though I hadn't been that much, I kind of already knew where things were. Yeah. Leeds was. No, I was just following where whoever was like, I, I wasn't taking any lead at all like that weekend. I was just like, yeah, no, I'll go there. <laughs> and to be fair, because of um obviously Omicron, the the Omarian variant doing you know, the doing up the um, Omarian, it was quite um like it wasn't that busy on the scene at no, all, really. It wasn't because I I well I was always expected it was gonna be rammed because it was the weekend before Christmas, I was like, surely everyone's gonna be out. Yeah, um, but that wasn't the case. Um, but was, I still had a good time though. We okay, so we did end up in viaducts. Did we go anywhere else before then? I haven't finished at the, at the bridge yet. The bridge is the bridge yeah. the one with the where we is that the one with the drag DJ in the corner? That uh, that's, the new, com- that's the new penny. So the bridge oh, is gosh. the one where um, where they played Jesse Ware. The the DJ played Jess, uh, played Spotlight by Jesse Ware. Oh, that's is, the same place. That's the red place, isn't it? Same place. Is it red? I don't remember it being red. It was um, Ainsley. That was that was that was where we saw those two mates that, that were threatened. The two mates. Yeah, it's, That's it, where it, it's for the... Janet as well. So it's the same place. Oh, it is. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. I don't remember that then. Because I remember, um, obviously, I have to be quite drunk to dance, and then when that came on, I didn't give it. I just I was <laughs> for it. So. <laughs> And this was like 8.30, like, which gives you an idea of how much I've been drinking already. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, it was, um, he played Spotlight, didn't he? Yeah. 
yeah, uh, by Jesse Ware, which is like one of my favourite songs. And that's a song that you never, ever hear out. Yes. Yes, that's, yeah. It's, it's, it's an open track, isn't it? Yeah. It is, yeah. So I went and had a conversation with the DJ about it. And it turns out that he went to see Jesse Ware like the weekend before or something. And he must have yes, picked it up there, so he played it there. Mm. And that is honestly all I remember of the bridge. Of, you, you're saying it's red. I'm looking at photos of the bridge now and I can't see any red anywhere. It was ready orange. It was, there's quite, there's, there's like, it's like tall tables with stools and then quite a lot of pillars from what I remember inside. Yeah, yeah, I remember um, that. Um, it feels like, so it's a bar, but it's got kind of a pubby element to it, but not too much. And there's definitely space mm. to dance as well. Yeah. Um, where do we go to after that? Although then we went to the New Penny after that, and that's where there was a drag king who was DJing. In the corner, yeah. Like yeah. At raised and, level, yeah. Yeah, and that, like, that bar was fairly empty as well. It was bear just in mind, there and a few people. Yeah, yeah bear <laughs> in mind that like we were still very, very early. Mm. Um, in in the night, but like, cause it was just us there. We were like, I remember, I remember this. We were trying to vote. We were trying to vote while we were there. Yeah, we had enough room to go from one end of the small dance hall to the other. Like, there was yeah, no one so else we, were we were trying to see like, as everybody should know, there were five elements of voguing. <laughs> there's um, got there's a catwalk, there's duck walk, there's spins and dips, there's hand performance and floor performance. But like we were in no fit state to do any of that, like, any four performances or hand performances. I, did, so. I, was, I, I tried my hand at a catwalk a few times. That was pretty much yeah. It, like yeah. <laughs> 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 but that DJ actually was really cool. Like once they saw that we were Vogue, they put Vogue on by Madonna, and oh, they came yeah. down off their booth and was um, was Vogue with us that uh, yeah. that night. <laughs> I think you know what we need to set ourselves some some targets here because I think we 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 can get good at this. So maybe aim for summer. I think to uh, have our voguing skills up to scratch. That means you have to go to a class. I've been to one. I think I told you already. Um, was that in October? So it was, but yeah, it was a bit disheartening because obviously he was amazing. The guy that did it um, was it Jay Alexander. He's he's based in Birmingham. Actually. He's from Wolverhampton. Um, but he's obviously amazing. And then we asked, how long have you been voguing for? He goes, oh, 15 years. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, no, it was really fun. It's just expensive. Though. How much did you pay for that class? I think it was, I want to say, it was like Dance City in Newcastle, like the dance school here. It's like, I think it's like £15 for a 90-minute session. Yeah. Um, which, has a, which has a one-off is fine, but... Um, that sort of regular class either because it was called a workshop because he doesn't come in much. Um, I'd love to, have to go to a regular one. Um, and there must be somebody near where you are for sure. But... There was. So um, my partner, my boyfriend, he used to um, go be like, part of this like gay men's dance company or dance, whatever, DMDC um, mm. it's called. And they do like weekly vol classes that um, I've never been to before. Well, there you are, right at your doorstep. I really do. I really do want to learn to Vogue, though. It, um, it's just, it's so impressive, man. Yeah, it's just fun to do as well. Even if I, no, I say this, I can't do it, but it's it's fun to try as well. So yeah, it's I do want to learn. Like, if I could ever learn to do a dip, then <laughs> well, cocky foot in the air, yes. 
Yeah. <laughs> None of you holes be ready. I mean, I think I'd struggle when I was 16 and like top flexibility and now 31. And I, don't, I, just, I never stretch or anything. And, mm-hmm. I'm, and like, you know, I'm, obviously I'm so much bigger than I was then. So I think I'd have to, I'd have to be in yoga and all sorts to get to that stage where you can just like bring your foot in the air and dash yourself on the ground and not hurt yourself. I know. Um, it is impressive. If there's ever a day that I'm vlogging, make sure there's some trained medical professionals nearby because I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna need it. I'm trying to dip for the first time. <laughs> I'm, I might hold on someone that has a dip. I'm like, I can stand there a second. No, I haven't actually. You need to you that. need to watch it. I think um, see the one is on um on on, on E4 on channel four. Oh, so you can watch so all the season on, one. So it should be on all four then. Yeah, oh, so think, yeah. I liked Bogan already. Like I was already aware of it as like an art form. Mm-hmm. But um, um, Legendary is basically like all about Bogan. So mm-hmm. they try to basically, it's like around a TV show. They have like lots of different houses, like some like legendary houses. So like ones who were like um, really popular on the scene. Um, House of Lumvan, for instance, and all um, are really famous. Are like quite famous in the ballroom scene, and they they host the ball like every episode. And each episode, like one team gets cut from it until they get until yeah. they um, that one wins, and that's where like basically me wanting to be a vulgar comes from. But obviously, like yeah. um, the ballroom scene isn't just voguing. They're like voguing is just like one part of it. They have yeah. like different runway categories, they have face categories, mm-hmm. they have um, like touch queen realness, <laughs> ten queen realness, yeah. But um, I mean, they, and they, they kind of make them up as go along as well. Or there's just obviously there's like established ones, and someone will have an idea like, oh, let's try this, like you know, business meeting or something. Or yeah, something. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> if anyone's watched Paris is Burning before, then then mm. then no, no. Yeah, but um, it was through watching that that I really, really. Um, so I saw like people vulgar and I thought, yeah, yeah, this is what I want to do. Like in my past life, I would have been like, I don't know, a kid, like a, a New Yorker, like from Brooklyn, like sneaking <laughs> out of home to go to balls and being like <laughs> recruited by one of the house, one of the houses and yeah. then into Vogue. That's like, that's my, that's the way I wish I would have grown up. Like, like Pose, like um, that kind of storyline. Yeah, it's, um, it's really good. I think for me, I, I discovered it via Instagram. There was just a few people I started following a few years ago because I just saw the names in like what is I even have a Discover feed. I can't even remember. Mm-hmm. But um that's how I got into it. I was like, yeah, that's amazing. Um mm-hmm. and then Pose came along and then I watched Paris Burning. And um yeah, it's just, it is, it's a great art form. I want to get into it properly. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, to be fair, you don't have to be super, super flexible to be fair. You just stick to the simpler moves. If you can't throw your leg in the air, it's all good. That's fine. I'm yeah, sure. yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you're like, if you're just like on a dance floor vlogging, mm. then that's fine. So there ain't, ain't nobody in Britain know not, not what's going on. But when you're yeah. in a place where people know how to vlog, you, you'll get found out as a fraud fairly soon. <laughs> oh, oh, exactly. Yeah, because there'll, there'll be clashes, won't there? Yeah. And someone will do a move and they'll be expecting you to, to follow with something of similar complexity. And if you can't do it, they'll be like, I'm going to fuck out of here. I'm going to pretend they're like charlatan. <laughs> the men in Legendary 2 were, some of them were gorgeous. 
I need to watch this now. I don't think it's a like extensive what to watch list. Let's have a look. So um all four. I'm gonna um I'm gonna give you some names of um some men I found particularly attractive <laughs> in legendary. The one that everyone was um everyone was going crazy over was um I think his name is Father Jarrell Gucci. From the, from the house of Gucci Gorgeous, yeah. 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 So one, yeah, one is, um, like I said, Jarrell. It, it goes by Jarrell Hargraves on Instagram. And he was, um, each house had like a house mother or a house father. And he was a house father of his. And he's just one of the people who's just like, you know, just like really sickeningly gorgeous, like just really sickly, like conventionally yeah. attractive. Look at him now, like perfect body as well. Yeah, like really tall. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> no excess body fat, just perfect. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he works for Ford models, I've just seen. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. Um, there was Jamali Balmain as well. Oh, um, my, one of my favourites, because you know how I love um, I love um, thick men, is um, Jazzle Escada. How do I spell that? Let me Jazzle is J A Z Z U L E S C A D A. Yeah, this is your type to the T. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's like exactly my type. Like exactly my type. Oh, I'm just watching a Vogue component on Instagram, one of his most recent ones. This looks so fun. And you know, one of the best things about um, Legendary is that, like, mm. uh, the judges are just very messy on it. Like, they're not they're not afraid to start arguments with each other. They're not afraid yeah. to have disagreements <laughs> on stage in front of guests. Like, they're just very messy. <laughs> very messy. As it should be. I think I remember oh, yeah. the discussions when it was coming. There's a Megan Me- Stallion's on there, right? She's one of the judges then... on it, yeah. But, um, yeah... I'm still, I'm still looking at um at Jezzle, Jezzle's Instagram. To be honest with you, and he is not afraid of a um of a thirst trap, which I appreciate. You're not mad at yet. I'm not mad. Yeah. At <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, God, they've gone off on a massive tangent there. So where, which There's... which bar were we in when we saw that's talking? Um... So that was a new penny. The checkered floor and the drag teacher, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was now, a new penny we were in. Now, surely we went to Viaduct, Viaduct after, after that. that, yeah. Because there for time, eh? I spent so much money there. I don't know, how, I, don't know how much money I spent overall. How much? I think it was like 162 pounds for the whole weekend on that no, on, on the Saturday. Mine must have been similar. Well. It was about 50 in um, the first place. I yeah. had to buy a round of shots, did my because I kept looking at my phone. Um, I mean, I looked at my I skimmed from a bank account like after the following morning. I thought, disgrace, disgraceful. But I remember I paid 60 odd quid for one round of drinks in um, the Viaduct and I got several rounds there. It was yeah. just, it's just disgraceful. I think I was getting swindled by two twinks for drinks in, in um, Viaduct, but. Bear in mind, this is after two in the morning. Like, so I, was, I genuinely was talking to them and stuff, but 
we'll be chatting and they'll be like, oh, you're going to the bar, are you? And they start walking the direction I was going with them. I was like, they I thought you come in, man. Yeah, they thought you come in. The thing is, right, we would, like, I knew what they were doing, but I was so drunk I didn't care. It's not like I wasn't aware of what was happening. I was just like, you know, when I'm at that stage, I'm just super generous. I think, yeah, I'll get you a drink. Like, that's, that's no worry at all kind of thing. Um, but yeah, I was, I was spendly drunk in there. I had been a drunk in years. When we got, oh, I mean, we can talk about what happened in Vida, but when we got back home, I tried to make myself throw up. That's how much I drunk I was, and I couldn't. So we, yeah. got, <laughs> <laughs> so we got home. At, oh, I still got home after the other people we were with. Um, and then I had a bit to smoke, and then that just made me feel even worse. I felt sick after that. You fell asleep on the um, living room sofa, I think. So I just I just put a throw up, even went to bed. I was like, oh. I, I, was so I, drunk. Them. I don't remember that, honestly. <laughs> yeah, we were listening to music, then you just like lay down the setting, then you kind of dozed off. Yeah. And I remember I was so drunk that the idea of trying to like wake you up felt like too much effort. So I just put a blanket over you and went upstairs like, and stumbled upstairs rather. I woke up in bed though, so I must have made myself, I must have woken yeah. up and, and walked to my room. Yeah, that's the thing. So I thought, oh, these are covering him in a blanket. He can stay if he wants, we can go upstairs. Um, yeah. And then in the morning, uh, Ainsley and other, other guests got up very last minute and had a very short amount of time to the train left so it was um Manny. it was just a, cha- a chaotic weekend sorry we were supposed to leave at 11 and we woke up or something like quarter past 12 yeah <sighs> so we're lucky um... we didn't get in, into any trouble with the um, with the owner of the place that we were at yeah, because you got left before me because I had a bit more time. And I was, um, I remember I was, hang- I was hungover. I was starting to feel really anxious that before I left the house, like um, the cleaner or the caretaker was going to come in and see yeah. me. I was like, oh, for the go as soon as possible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I wasn't saying, there's not, there's not really much to say about a bioduct, is there? Um, well, honestly, I can't remember. I can't remember. <laughs> what I, I let me, all right, let me start from what I do remember. So I remember yeah. the I remember so I remember the outside of Fire Doctor looking really small. So I mm. thought it was gonna be like just some really tiny place, but it turned out to be much, much bigger inside. Yeah. Um I remember uh toward the end of the night, I remember we went on the dance floor and um we were whining. Do you remember oh, that? Oh, yeah, so daggering rather. Right, like, you were daggering me, weren't you? Yeah. <laughs> On the dance floor, which I never, I would never do unless I was mash mm. up. So that tells you, uh, mash up. Um, we spoke. I think I spoke to loads of locals in in there, though. I think we all did. Um, obviously, they're very hazy conversations, but yeah, everyone was really friendly in there. I thought everyone um, was friendly. Everyone was friendly across the whole weekend. Actually, that's uh, yeah. one thing I can definitely say for Leeds is that everyone was friendly, and no one was like no one was weird either. When, yeah. when we were in Newcastle, people were weird. <laughs> yeah. Um, just thinking, yeah, um, everyone was super friendly in there. Um, I think I would go back and probably have a little less to drink. I don't think but... I can name one song that was played in Viadot. It's not a single one. Not even the one that no. we were to. No, not at all. That's, that's what really I... matters. <laughs> bear in mind, like, we were, must have been the only two black people there. So, like, the, the, uh, us daggering on the dance floor must have been a sight for them locals, man. 
people have who let them in. <laughs> uh, yeah, overall, it was a really good night. But the hangover the next day, oh my god, mm. awful. I think mine was, I felt I didn't feel great, obviously. Um, but I did what I usually smoked through it. I thankfully went on the train to Newcastle only 90 minutes. And I remember I came home, went to Tesco to get food, and then I went to bed. I slept from like 4 p.m. to like 10 o'clock at night. And yeah. I got up again. Um, so I don't really get really bad hangovers. Like, I'm, I'm, obviously, I feel shit, don't get me wrong, but I don't have like a throbbing headache or anything like that. But I just feel really like, they just. Um, yeah. I felt awful, not going to lie to you. You looked I... awful. I'm, I'm, on the Sunday morning, <laughs> like a zombie. You even hugged me on the way out. You're like, oh, so you're saying, just walked out the door. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, yeah. washed, wasn't I? Yeah, yeah. I remember we didn't because um, obviously, the train. we left the place quite messy. And usually, like, I have like a quick tidy up, or we have a quick tidy up. And even Ainsley was still trying to tidy up, even though there were minutes to spare. I was like, nah, no home training today. It's a bit <laughs> too late. We have to leave the house. <laughs> Obviously, nothing was damaged, but um, it's just messy, wasn't it? And like dirty yeah. plates everywhere and stuff. But it, it was just a very rushed weekend. Um, yeah, it was. We'll have to do it again, you know. Um, oh, sure. We'll do it again. I'm not even going to call it. I was going to call it on the scene, um, please, <laughs> but I'm not even going to call it that because like I don't feel like we gave it. We did ourselves justice that weekend. No, I think it's. I think it's more like stumbling through the scene. Like it is. Yeah, more accurate. Like article. we just. Yeah, we got you just got too drunk. That's just the long and short of it. Too. <laughs> Do you, um, where would you want to go to? So this year, I'm thinking either um, visits to like just scenes, just at any time of the year, or there any prides that you want to go to this year. I'm just trying to think if I could sort of bookmark them the calendar from now. Is there anywhere that's jumping out at you? Brighton, COVID Yeah, Sorry? Brighton. Oh, that's usually start of August, isn't it? I think it's like the first weekend in August. That's the pride, yeah. But I, I, mm. I just want to do a night out, to be fair. Right. Um, yeah, I don't, I've not actually been to Brighton at all, ever. Well, what we need to do, to be fair, like, I'm going to live in London. We need to do a night out in London. Yeah, that would be easier, wouldn't it? Especially for accommodation. <laughs> um, that is easy. But we'd have to we'd have to meticulously plan that one. We could do your birthday weekend if you're not doing anything already. I don't know. Um, have you ever been to heaven before? Never. Is it worth Probably going yeah. to? Do you think? I mean, it's a place that every like every gay man should go to once in their life. I guess I feel yeah. In my I, head, I'm gonna leave it. Just full of butch, I'm gonna um, leave it there. All right. Okay. That makes sense. Cool. Um, so, yeah, for when we came, what was it for? In July. Why did I come to London in July when I saw you lot? I'm trying remember. to remember. When I came, and we went to, um, why was I even there? I think it was July, wasn't it, when, we were, um, when Fran's friend came along and then we went to his in Waterloo? Yeah, was that in July? I think you. I I think you just. If it, maybe we planned to come for a weekend. Oh, that was it. No, it was because we were going to record the Jarrell. That was it, and so we made a weekend yeah. out of it. That was I think it. Even yeah, before yeah, then yeah. I was coming anyway or something. Yeah. Yeah. 
I'm talking about with the occasion. What's the like you don't need an occasion? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, because yeah, that was it. We were going to go out in Soho, but everyone, like, you couldn't get anywhere because it was all bookings beforehand, wasn't it, at the time? Mm-hmm. So we mm-hmm. haven't. So originally, it was that was supposed to be a night out in Soho, wasn't it, originally? Because we had it booked for months, but we couldn't yeah. because you had to book everywhere. Um, I remember now. So yeah. yeah, it hasn't been done, has it, despite our best efforts? No. Um, I'll be down for that. I remember because there's like there are different scenes, there are different gay scenes in London. So there's uh, Soho, which is probably the most famous one, but there's like Clapham Vauxhall, there's mm. East London, which is more my scene to be honest with you. Oh, for sure, yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> all the cool people go. So, like, if, we, if we did it, what would you want to do? Would you want to do two different scenes on a night each or? We'd have Just to, I don't one. know, we'd have to think about it, yeah. This is a reduction meeting, this is a proper meeting for another time. <laughs> I mean, you're thinking about the show, I'm just thinking about having a good weekend. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll do it, I guess. I still want to go to Manchester Pride, though. Like, I want to take that off my list. Yeah. No one seems to be feeling that, especially our um, fellow skin folk uh, across the country. But yeah. What do you mean? I don't know, like, I see it as a very like white gay event. Not, I guess prize art anyway, but particularly that one, I don't really see many black people going there from like gay Twitter and whatnot. Most of them are like, oh yeah, I can't bother with Manchester Pride. The only, the only for black for black queer people, I'd say London is the only place that really caters caters to our tastes. Mm. If like I only want to go to these places just to see what they're like, but I'm not expecting it to be for me necessarily. Yeah. I think it depends on whether it's not not whether it's just for you, whether you actually feel comfortable there. I don't know. But we're not going to know until we go there, are we? Usually, um, every, every gay place that we go to, it's always like the, um, the side room that you go to where they play like, music that we listen to. Oh, yeah. The, like, um... a, perfect, <laughs> a perfect example is, like, um, is Village Underground. Which uh, is in the village pub, so that so it's a place in Birmingham. Um, mm-hmm. As I said, like probably what the best club that I've been to in all of the clubs actually. Mm-hmm. But in the main one, they've got like the, the typical bar for all the white gays. But then we have to go like through the through the smoking area downstairs or like in some like underground <laughs> basement bit. Yeah, and that's the, where the real the, party is. To the diversity and inclusion room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I'm glad it's there though. Like, um, oh, yeah, me we'll too. Get a few done. I don't know how I feel about Birmingham Pride. I, I've been there a few times when I was like a student. Um, but yeah, we'll think about it. I'm really looking forward to the new year. Actually, just I just want a new slate. Just it's from a mental point of view, I just like it as well. Just having fresh sheet ahead of you for twelve months. Um, you made any so, um, resolutions? Um, yes, I wouldn't call them resolutions, but things I'm going to change, like the gym, I'm getting serious with it. Like, I'm going back to the kind of macros properly and calorie counting, um, serious things. And I'm going to, I'm aiming for Glastonbury this year as my, um, my goal for when I want to be in tip top shape. Uh, so gym, 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 gym. That is the main one to be fair. What other smaller ones, but they're always ongoing anyway, not necessarily at the new year. But that is the main thing is buddy, buddy, buddy. And um, yeah, yourself? Um, is to learn Spanish properly. Mm. Um, and you know, I'm a partner in Spanish. And I feel like 
I go through phases of trying to learn it and not. Mm-hmm. But like, I remember once we were, uh, we, I went for a drink and someone who we have asked me if I speak any Spanish and before I could answer, he had to me. He's like, no. And uh, so- you don't ever want to be in that position again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it was like shaming. So, oh, um, like, yeah, like I could imagine him doing that little time of like a playful scolding kind of thing. Like, <laughs> I don't know if it was playful to be honest with you, <laughs> right? But yeah, um, <laughs> but, um, so I want to learn it properly. It's just, I think learning a language properly is hard, yeah, for sure. And um, his sister is getting married, um, like at the end of 2022. Mm-hmm. and I've been invited to the wedding so if I go I'd have to be in, in Spain. Spain and I'd have to be in like because obviously you can go to Spain I'm going to Barcelona but that would be very touristy so they'll be mm-hmm. catering to my basic needs there but like if I go to his family like to his um, family town where he's yeah. getting married it's not going to be like that is it? Oh but that's um that's great now you have an actual target though because it can be difficult yeah. when you're just learning it to learn it but that's now you have a goal what more, yeah. what more can you want? I might see, like, can you can you do GCSEs to see if it's like as a person? Um, I think you can, or what you do is you get a you get an, a nearby exam centre to enter you. You might have to pay them a fee and then they'll enter you under their umbrella, I think. But I wouldn't go down the GC. You don't need to do them them too well because the UK doesn't do language learning properly. Just follow like a good Spanish course. Um, I mean, I'm supposed to be learning for the longest, and my brother who's obviously proper in Spanish game, lots of resources and stuff. But um, the main thing you have to do is just is practice speaking. I know it sounds really obvious, but you can use iTalkie and there's other platforms where you just get a language partner to talk to all the time. That is literally the main thing. Um, obviously, you want to make sure you do reading, writing and listening as well, but it's it's mainly yeah. speaking and listening. They're the main things. It is, yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't bother with like the UK language curriculum. If you're going to follow curriculum, do like a one that's specifically for language learners from start to finish. Yeah. But you've got, um, oh, sorry, if you want that kind of qualification framework, do you know about the CEFR? No. So uh, was it Common Framework for European Languages? Something like that. But it's what I've done for French and it's of all European languages. So you have six levels. Yeah. Uh, A1 and A2 are beginner levels. B1 and B2 are intermediate and C1 and C2 are advanced. Yeah. So if you go through those, um, that's what most language learners will do for like European languages. And each right. level has... Um, it tells you what you're able to do at the end of it. But just mm-hmm. do that. Or get private lessons or, you know, Cervantes, I'm probably oh, information overload. There's also Cervantes Institute, which is international, which is specific Spanish learning schools. Cervantes? Um, Cervantes. I'm probably saying this shit acts. Yeah. There must be quite a few in London. You can sign up to one of those. Okay. All right, no, um, I will. Have, I, I will. I need to do because I, I do seriously need to do it. And um, obviously, if my, my partner, excuse me, is a native Spanish speaker, mm-hmm. I feel like it's not right that like ninety nine percent, yeah, <laughs> and like percent of our of our conversations are between English, and I don't think it should mm. be like that. So I should make more of an effort to. Yeah. For sure, yeah. My friends are done out the window. 
I suppose we learn Spanish, but I don't really have a thrust or impetus to it. It's not a language I instinctively love like I have with other languages, but mm-hmm. I want to learn some, let me see something with my brain. Oh, sorry, the yeah. other one's reading lots as well. Reading, because again, I just don't read at all, even though you see yeah. all the time. Yeah. Body, yadi, yadi, I'm reading. So I'll narrow it down to two. I'm not mm-hmm. talking myself too much. All right, yeah. Um, shall we start wrapping up? Mm-hmm. Um, Oh, actually, um, we should probably say that um, this episode is going to be our last one for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, technically, this is our two-year anniversary. Yeah. And I think now is a good time to like have a break from the podcast, recharge our batteries, and come back mm-hmm. with newer, fresher content for everyone. Yes, yes, we will be back soon. We, Angel and I will be indiv- in, uh, pursuing individual projects. Not really, I'm just talking shit. Um, <laughs> just, a, just a natural break. Um, things to sort out in life. And, um, and we'll be back, I guess, more in, not, in the not too distant future, but in the future nonetheless, I guess. Yeah. 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 I think it's overdue, to be honest with you. <laughs> it is? Sorry. <laughs> no, no, I agree. It's just the way you said it just made me laugh. <laughs> We've been gone for two years straight. This is this is Ainsley, Ainsley the slave driver. <laughs> slave driver. I'm being silly. No, you're very good at keeping things well, right? Because if it was left to me, it would be a very patchy release record for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. Um, Thanks so... everyone for sticking with us um, and yes. listening to our content. We appreciate it very much. Yes. Everyone who's reached out to me and given compliments constructive criticism anything like that then I really appreciate it mm-hmm. um, but for the last time for a while anyway we're a Black Broadway podcast we're available on all good streaming platforms at Spotify Apple Podcasts Google Podcasts at all of the podcast places who, who, exactly. who knows you know by um, now if you, if you, yeah. if you got this far in the episode you already know yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah exactly um, follow us on Instagram at Black Broadway Podcast and at Twitter at Black Boy Joy Pod, that's BLK Boy Joy Pod. But um, if there's nothing else, then thanks very much, Kira. For now, thank you, Ainsley. Thanks for listening, guys. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy and New Year. 2022 be filled with uh, blessings in abundance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>